Hello. It's this week's Mucky Nut Punch podcast. I'll be honest with you, it's just been raining constantly here in the UK. It's made me miserable AF. <laughs> I've just seen the title of this week's podcast. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm having one of those 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 bits where it's just, you know, it's, I'm supposed to be having an extension built, but rain's just paused everything on that. So uh, that's not good. Yeah. It started raining. It started raining about, about eleven o'clock yesterday, and it just stopped about ten minutes before I pressed the go live button. It's bloody yeah, miserable. I've been talking to my old man, and he says it, it just hasn't stopped uh, all week. Yes, it's been unrelenting. I literally now it's the, the moment I started this sunlight has appeared. I can't enjoy it because I'm on a podcast with your face. <laughs> I'll give you the holy music when the sun comes through the rays, like those cheesy seventies <laughs> religious music. <laughs> yes. Oh, um. Yeah. It's uh, uh, what have I? Done? I've seen Black Adam. I haven't seen that yet. Um. I, I'm kind of a bit ashamed that I haven't seen that, but I haven't. Also watched the thing in the cinema, 40th anniversary Halloween. Oh, cool. So I watched cool. that in the cinema, which is great. I think I've got Blade Runner next week. On Tuesday, I think I'm going to see Blade Runner. I don't know if it's the extended one or not, but I never saw that. The set... version. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So I have, I might go and watch that in the cinema, depending on on how I feel. Because uh, yeah, but uh, mm. I went. I couldn't get anyone to go with me because no one wants to watch a horror film in the cinema. I'm afraid. I would have come with to... you for the thing. Um, I, I don't usually do horror movies, but that's kind of a classic. It's more than a horror movie. Yes, it, so, it's. I, I'm it, sorry. It, it, it has. It, it's very layered. It has yes. the paranoia part of it. Um, it has the kind of weird Eldritch. How long has this thing been around? Kind of part of it too. And then mm. you've just got the all-out body horror to go alongside it. Um, and I've reached a conclusion watching the film at the end. Kurt Russell and Childs both are the thing. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again. I haven't seen it for a very long and, and time. It, and it all comes down to if I was a perfect imitation of me or whatever, what would I do? And if you were a perfect imitation of the th- thing was playing a perfect imitation of you and you knew that you'd do your damnedest to get rid of it, you'd do your damnedest to get rid of it. Which I think there's one of that line. It was like, only in the cinema. But I change my mind every time I see it, I'll be honest with you. So I watched that. I watched Black Adam. Black Adam's quite a good one. It's um, it's like a phase one Marvel film. Nothing wrong and with that. I hear a rumour that Henry Cavill turns up. Yes, he does. Right at the end. Awesome. It's when, when Black Adam threatens... Black Adam threatens Amanda Waller goes, there's no one, on this pl- no one from this planet who can stop me. She turns around and goes, what about someone who isn't from this planet? And then it goes... And it goes do, 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 very quietly. Oh, good, good. It was really good. I, 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 wanna... I, I have to say, I, I watched an interview with him the other day, and he, I mean, Henry Cavill, he's a, he's a good guy, uh, uh, yes. but he's clever as well. He was like, he had a go at Zack Snyder without having a go at Zack Snyder, but he emulated what everybody felt. Um. And, you know, you can tell why he left The Witcher because The Witcher's very much gone off piece when it comes to the literature. And he says, I'm a stickler for the literature. You know, I, I, I want, I, I'm a real sort of like, you know, if you come off the thing, well, that's not what happens in the book kind of thing. And he said, I want Superman to be the hopeful character again. I want Superman to be that. So the fact that they did that in Black Adam, that's really cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was really good, and it was there was a bit when they when he they um, they open up his tomb and he comes out and he starts attacking all the kind of mercenaries and stuff who are in this country, and it starts playing um, paint it black, but he does it really subtly until he gets outside and starts smashing things to pieces, and then it goes into full blown uh, Rolling Stones paint it black, nice. um, which was good because I was listening to it and I was like I I know that bit of music. I really know that bit of music, and then it happened. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's painted black." Um, so yeah, it was good. Um, the they had had similar problems which um, Marvel had in Phase One with the bad guys. We only had really had Loki that stuck out. 
Mm. Um, but yeah. it's it, it feels like it feels like going in the right direction, shall we say? That and the Suicide Squad, two films from DC that have been miles better than 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 the Marvel stuff, minus Sony's Spider Man. I think we are witnessing the rise of DC and the downfall of Marvel. And with what's his face being, you know, appointed as the sort of Kevin Feige like um, uh, character, which is possibly why they're not giving so much the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. There has been a trailer, but they're not giving it much fanfare. And I think that's a big fuck you to. Uh, What's his face who's gone over to DC and um it's their money to lose. Oh no, I think DC is gonna be good. I really enjoyed um uh, uh Suicide Squad. I really enjoyed the spin-off um TV series. I thought the TV series spin-off was really fucking good. Um yes. and I'm glad that Black Adam is kind of good. Um I I I think we are now seeing DC getting their, their shit together and Marvel continuing to lose it. Um, I mean, now that we've finally got this trailer for fucking Wakanda forever, it's not Namor, it's Neymar in this sort of span. Oh, uh, you just God. go, oh my God, how fucking dumb right. can you be? Uh, so apparently, this is one thing I've heard, and I think they might be right on this, to the reason he's Namor, yeah, instead of Namor, is rights issues because if he's twenty five percent different, they don't have to pay uh, royalties. Mm. Tight bastards, absolute tight bastards. The worst the thing fuck? is, is Nay Namor looks like a a, a a stereotypical Aztec. He's got the fucking bone through his nose and everything. I find that racially offensive, to be honest with you, just through um, lack of creativity, shall we say? But that that Disney are fucked. I mean, if if I you know. There are now mainstream rumors just how bad Star Wars is in um, at Disney. Uh, there are now mainstream rumors, not not Doomcock rumors, which never come true. Sorry, Doomcock, but they don't. Um, stop reading 4chan. Um, they, um, the, the rumors, um, there are mainstream rumors that they don't know what to do about the movies. Um, there is a growing fan outcry for Dave Filoni to become full-on producer and for Kathleen Kennedy just to fuck off. Um, it, he, and him and John Favreau, they... I think, would, would, would do it. Along with Tony Gilmore, I think, the three of them, you know, if you put Favreau over, in charge overall to make sure the production and everything runs smooth, let Filoni be the person who makes sure it's creatively the same and let give Tony Gilmore fucking run because yeah. i i think i think if andor would have come out first out of all those star wars things we probably would have been happier and then if they would have released three at a time is the other one because i haven't watched andor this week no don't busy. because too busy being... the right, these three at a go this three are not a complete three it's a six ah. um there is it does kind of have an ending but it doesn't um uh you could class this as a three but it's not like the other three it's not a perfect three um it's definitely designed for binging, and I think they've released it in the wrong way. But I disagree with a lot of what the fan, fandom menace is saying. You know, Tony Gilroy did come out and say he wasn't a Star Wars fan. I don't care what he's done. He's done more. He's written more better Star Wars than there has been in a long while, with the exception of those 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 Jedi Tales and Clone Wars Season 7, which was plenty. Can, can I just, Jedi Tales which, was good. Can I just ask you something? I'm, the guy who did Wrath of Khan... For Star Trek, I'm Nicholas sure he wasn't Mayer. a Star Trek. I'm sure he wasn't a Star Trek fan when he started. Nope. And he did the sensible thing. He got all the TV series, watched it, and went, "Oh look, there's a gap. I wonder what happens." And then he did that and followed it through. So you got fan service and a follow-on to a story that didn't well, seem to. You can argue that the two best bloody Star Trek films are two and six, and they're both Nicholas Mayer. <laughs> Um, I mean, mm. there is there is a lot to say. That the Undiscovered Country was quite a good film, um, yes. and that, again, follow up Nicholas Mayer. Um, so, and I, I I like Andor. I'm sorry. I I think that the the you know the likes of um, 
Gary, I love you, Gary, but you're wrong on Andor. You're totally wrong. It is genuinely quite good. It is competently written. I understand why why he feels the way he does. I understand why they all do. But I have been a lifelong Star Wars fan, and in recent weeks, I've had some very good Star Wars. Those Jedi tales were fucking phenomenal. And um, But that's because I'm a fan of the Clone Wars. So they came out with these six short films, and the music, the, the, the animation, it's just just brilliant um and we need more we also need i i'm i agree with uh star wars theory we need uh a sith tales as well they they, they need to do that for the the sith as well because that just would blow us yeah. away there's so much you could do with anakin um after after order 66 there's so much you can do there and if it's anything like that quality then hell yeah and I think Jedi Tales has done a lot of good. So there is now a mainstream cry for the the um uh for 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 Loney to at least have some kind of central creative role. I, I think we're gonna see a lot of heads roll at Lucasfilm. I think Warner Brothers is kind of like that tipping point. And I I if they do not sack Kennedy, they are fucked. Their their four billion dollars is down the drain. That they, they have to come up with a movie idea. Do not, do not let what's his face anywhere near it. Uh, his trilogy. No Kevin Feige. No fucking Game of Thrones guys. No bloody what's his dickhead person who made Last Jedi. Um, he's not allowed anywhere near Star Wars. I mean, how the fuck you employ a guy that says the film he wants to make is fifty percent hate it and fifty percent love it, and you let that guy make a Star Wars film? How the motherfucker is Catherine Kennedy still well, into it? The, when we're the supposed to be competent? have broad appeal so everyone can watch it and everyone can enjoy it i i, I mean star wars theory made a, a really good video this week and i i know that lucasfilm watches him right and he was on fucking point with it with his criticism because of this article finally came out where disney have pretty much admitted that the sequel trilogy were a pile of shit um that you know the only film that's actually been creatively successful and that was a, a bit of a mess was rogue one um uh, and you know that for the only decent star wars that's been put out really has been andor and andor's not doing very well at the moment which is an absolute shame because it fucking deserves to do well um and and you know because clone wars season seven was successful the mandalorian is doing okay I did not like Boba Fett, but I have a feeling that the studio had a lot to do with that rather than Filoni. Um, I felt that was his much was oh, who's it? Tamara Morrison I felt that he was mm. a bit hard done by mm. when it came to Boba Fett. But so it's there is yeah. a lot you can do. It's not all done for. If you bring back good stories within the the existing canon and fuck the prequel history, and just continue to make this go back and do you know knights of the old order you will you will soon make your money back you you just need to oh um i've lost someone um it looks like gareth has slipped off the string so i'm on my own again um i'm back again (laughs) um i'm still on here again um again well i think the stream's not going to last very long i think we're going to go so far and it's just going to keep coming out so we're going to go for as long as we can what but, happened uh, i don't know it just it blinked out for a second but given okay. uh, well at least my power's not gone out this is the worrying thing with all the bloody water so um, i've been the there dark. been there brother my my entire my entire office flooded last weekend uh the water tank which is directly under here decided to the stop valve broke. <laughs> that was it. I had an indoor swimming pool again. Um, but at least it come from underneath this time and not above. Um, but um, no, Star Wars. There is there is there is an, an inkling of hope there. Um, but have you heard about the Doctor Who news? Now, I didn't initially make the link, and then I thought about what you said about Russell T Davis the other day, and I realised, oh, hang on. Disney Plus have the worldwide distributions with the exception of the UK for for showing Doctor Who from now. And I went, oh, shit. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, my yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. I think, as I said at the end of all of this, you'll look back at it and go, Stephen Moffat was the best belly writer. Well, now it's funny you should say that. I don't know if you've ever watched, there's an English dude, right, that does these clever dick films on YouTube, right? Yeah, I've just watched um, recently his one for Matt Smith's era. I've watched it yesterday. How fucking good was it? Yes, it was good. And it made me go, God, how good was that series with him? Do you know what? I, I've always said that I preferred season six, right? I've started watching season five. After he, I watched this, I thought, I need to go back and watch this again. Because <laughs> maybe I, I, I passed judgment. I probably haven't watched season the whole of season five through in a long time. Um, and so I've started watching it again. And I'm just like, God, the 11th hour is good. Um, and that's the best opening for any doctor ever. I agree. There's, there's no two ways about it. It's but the see, problem was is I think that Stephen Moffat was uh, spread a little thin. He said even he said that he spread a little thin when he was yeah. trying to do Sherlock and that at the same time. Um, but it was good. I, I, I thought. Was, that... Sorry, Steven Spielberg. I'm not doing your project. I got that I genuinely loved the Christmas special at the end of the season five. It is still by far my favourite. Um, partly that's why Michael I Gambon just, and the floating yes, sharks, yeah, just genius. That 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 entire episode was genius, <laughs> and uh, I love it. Um, and I do love Matt Smith. I love David Tennant. But if I had to pick, I think you're right. I I have come round to your way of thinking that Matt Smith was probably the best. That you know that that speech in the eleventh hour. You know, I'm the doctor. Basically, run. <laughs> you I don't have to say anything else. <laughs> what, what I put, the, the thing is, is, is mate, I didn't realize it, but he put it, and there's a counterpoint to the speech where he's at Stonehenge and he turns around and he says, Go do the smart thing, let someone else go first. That's brilliant. That's a brilliant line. That is, let someone else go first. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's a good way of fucking psyching out your opponents. Um, it was. It's um, David Tennant's good. Don't don't. I think the thing is, David Tennant was going to. He, he was so tempted to stay back. Yeah. He was so tempted to stay back, and then he went. You know what? Give him a fresh run, um, which was fine. And and Capaldi, Capaldi as an actor for the stuff he did for Doctor Who was amazing. Um, but you're gonna. Capaldi as I said, when you finish, the... this. Yeah, go. On. Capaldi has the best regeneration speech. Capaldi's goodbye yes. was 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 perfect. Look, Capaldi's run was less than perfect, but there were some really good episodes. And Capaldi, oh, I can understand why people didn't like him. I liked him as the Doctor. It took a while to warm to him, but I liked him as the Doctor. I I, I maintain that we're going to get both of them in the 60th. I, I, I think they're turning porkies. Um, and I, I think... hope we do. Hmm. I really hope we do, because uh, I know that Matt Smith, when he was interviewed, he said, "Would you rather be? Would you rather have? What's it? Rather do Doctor Who again, or be a Marvel superhero?" To which he replied instantly, "Doctor Who." Again. Doctor Who, because never had so much fun doing that, and he, he even I think he regrets not staying on for that fourth season because he, he was supposed to do four. He does. And Moffat Moffat regrets him not staying on for fourth season because he wrote a whole bloody story arc and whatnot we should throw away with um the daleks cybermen and the weeping angels put a weapon together which can erase you from time and they never they never did it they know it's similar to uh red dwarf with the inquisitor where he could erase you from time the the only thing right that that i other than than sylvester mccoy's little chat with ace right in that you know, the, the whatever it was called, that shitty ending episode. Mm. There was one thing in there that still upsets me. Paul McGann comes back and he's on screen for five seconds. I'm just, I want to see more of these. He's, he's on screen for five seconds and you're like, I miss you. I <laughs> barely saw me. I mean, the guy in that, that Night of the Doctor episode, which is covered in, 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 in the thing, 
and, and, and those and I remember feeling exactly how the guy described it in the documentary. That was my exact thought. I was like, oh my god, how fucking good is this guy? There's the doctor, you know, that is the doctor, and he nailed it <laughs> in seconds. That's the thing, is he does it in seconds. Yeah. I I I, I love that the best line is such a doctor line, yeah. Goes, let's get to the back of the spaceship. Why? Because the front crashes first, obviously. <laughs> That's such a doctor line. Oh man, I I, I watched that. I, I watched that recently because I was I was pining for the for for Doctor Who, if you know what I mean. Because when it was on and it was good, it was good. Even when even when even the Moffat series when it was bad and the Russell T Davies series when it was bad was still more entertaining than whatever fuck Chris Gibbon came up with. That 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 I will give you. <laughs> that I will totally agree with you about. Um, it, it, when it was, oh God, Paul McGann was so good. That first, that first Jodie Whittaker series was fucking awful. Yeah. It really was. It was the worst thing, the worst bit of TV I've seen for anything. It was just, it, it was, you had, as I said, you could travel to all the time and space, see all the universe. Yeah. But I only felt like there were six people in the entire world. The universe felt empty, hollow and no magic. Where you get the other doctors, and you get a sense that there is lots of stuff out there, yeah. And there is, you know, there are people on other planets and things going on and and, and magic, but all taken away, all taken I, away because they want to make make a female doctor with, and they didn't even pick the right actress. I I think we're gonna like the sixtieth, or at least gonna go. Well, look, it's better than anything Chipmore did. Is it gonna be the day of the Doctor levels of good? I don't think so. Um but I think it's going to be good. See, that's the other part of it too, is I think that Tennant yeah, had a, a wee bit of jealousy that Matt Smith was the was the doctor at the time for the 50th. He was a wee bit jealous. Just and when he said, come back, and then he turned around and went, for the 60th, he was like, oh, yes, definitely. Um, I also think there's, it's, it, it's two-told. Apparently, there's three episodes. Mm-hmm. With and it's got um, Catherine Tate in there too. Yes, favorite companion. I love Catherine Tate because she wasn't she wasn't romantically involved with him. She was just a mate out there exploring, you know, having a good time. I'm looking forward to Catherine Tate. Bernard Cribbins has filmed scenes for it, and had just finished his filming before he died. So Bernard Cribbins is in it. So um, he literally died the week he finished wrapped. So it's going to be bittersweet, but he's in it. Mm. Um, so Wilf is back. I, 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 I still think we're getting. I, I, I think Capaldi's line. I, I, I just feel knowing how much the man loves Doctor Who. I can't see him no, saying no to coming back for the sixtieth. I think this is all to make a genuine surprise when he does appear, and I hope that's true. I hope he has lied. I hope he is lying his fucking socks off. Because um, I love you know to see one him. thing. Yeah. She may be in there like as like a video call, but that the thirteen Jerry Whitaker's doctor's not in it. In it, if that makes any sense. Um, I hope. And not. the reason I am because she's pregnant, so she'd be waddling yeah. around. So it's not practical, unfortunately. Just I'm, I'm I, looking I'm so... forward to. I, I'm intrigued enough to watch it because I want the explanation of how why he regenerated back and are they are they dicking around with the veil yard? What are they up to? Why is he regenerated back into the into well, the fourteenth thought? You can bl- you blame Moffat for that. He did that in the fiftieth. Well, he did with Tom Baker, which was again yeah. genius. Um, and uh, <laughs> that was because Tom Baker probably so went. Good. I'm coming. I'm coming back, but I'm not going to be the doctor. But I want to be the doctor. And Stephen Moffat went, "How the fuck do I do that?" <laughs> to which he was like, "Oh, maybe he regenerates into people that he's been before." So that was that was his kind of. Um, but yeah. I mean, what in that documentary when 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 it shows Matt Smith's scene with him, but does it just not make you go, "Oh my god, this was so good back then"? <laughs> um, did you come to the cinema and watch that with us? I did. Okay, do you remember the joke they had with the, the lenses at the beginning? Yes. Turns around yes. goes, one of you is a shapeshifter. Close your right eye, turn around, and if one of the lenses is dark, because there is Zygon. <laughs> Love that. And then the thing with the popcorn. 
Mate, in the popcorn, because yes. I love the way the popcorn screams when you eat it and goes. Eek. Oh, that was what's his face? Yes, yes. Stra- yes. The little dumpy one. Yeah. Oh, I, it's so annoying because it was at that point in time. It was like at its fucking peak. Everybody was like, "Yeah, I know Doctor." I'm not yeah, and and then they decided to do. I I I remember us having all the conversations about when the Doctor was going to come back, and my biggest concern was Chris Chibnall. And you're like, you were right. Oh, I didn't want to be. I, I wanted to. I, I, I wanted to be. I, I try to remain full of hope, right? I try to remain hopeful because these are the shows that I love. These are the shows that I've grown up with, and I try to remain hopeful. And even now, even though I know the the, the odds are stacked against me, I remain hopeful that Star Wars might regain some quality. I, I remain hopeful that the Doctor Who, the Doctor Who, might. Regain, regain some quality. I, I remain hopeful that even Star Trek, even though I know it's doomed, will regain some because these are the shows that I love, and 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 I'm passionate about. I grew up with these shows. These are shows that have been with me all of my life. I, <laughs> right? I, 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 w- I will say, from it sounds awful. I really don't care about Star Wars anymore. I, look. I, I don't think you it, were you were ever the Star Wars fan that I was, and that that's the I, thing. And I, I used to like Star Wars, and I had happy memories attached to it. Yeah, yeah. I had a big ATAT. I had um, one of those speeder bikes that you pressed a button on and it exploded, and a load of Star Wars figures. But after a while, it, it, I, I went back and we watched it with my family, and it, it I had more fun watching Harry Potter. So I'm just up was fucking slithering today. <laughs> I look. Everybody, everybody has their own thing, and and I, I am not going to attack anybody for saying they're done with Star Wars. I completely understand it, um, mm. and and I'm not going to say you're wrong. Um, I I loved Star Wars. I still love Star Wars. I've watched them all recently and enjoyed them. I think Clone Wars is genuinely very good. Rebels was brilliant. Uh, and it's all because of you that I watched, went back and watched Clone Wars after watching Rebels because Rebels was so damn good. Um, and you introduced me to that. So I I have genuinely quite enjoyed Andor. The last episode was not that great until the end. Um, but it, it, it's it's kind of like there were some interesting elements in it. Um I, I think I'm right about why they made her a lesbian. I don't think it was just done for wokeness. There is a lot more to it. Because um, I heard something about her being related to Mothra, and that might be why the reason that she's been like ousted is because she's a lesbian. You les- want me to spoil les- it for you? <laughs> no, don't spoil it for me. Don't no. spoil it for me. Okay, so I want to better. Oh, is... The one thing. I liked about Andor is when I watched it and I had some fresh eyes when I saw it. My batteries ran out my headset. Give me a second. So there is a yeah, there is a line um in there that uh that I think is going to play into the fact that okay, she's been made a lesbian for, for, for character purposes and not just for the point of we have to make somebody a lesbian. Um, and and I, I had that feeling when we saw it because the way they did it and you know in the latter episodes again they come back to it a little bit and again it's handled with with in a different way and then again she turns up this week and again there's a comment that's made and I and and, and again I think it's part of her her, you know, the reason that she is in the rebellion, if that makes sense. And look, you can make the character a lesbian if if there's a reason for it. If that's her motivation to, if the, to, if, to go into the rebellion, I can understand you, that. I can relate call to it, that in some way. If there's if there's more than she's a lesbian, yes, there's more to her. It's a it's not it's a dimension, not a character trait. Oh, they developed a character, but even before you found out there was a le- she was a lesbian, there was there was character development. It wasn't she's a lesbian, that's all there is to her. That you know, she was a leader that had kind of been thrown into it. She was unsure of herself at times, but still fucking went forward. She was clearly brave. So her her sole defining thing wasn't the fact that she was a lesbian. She had been freshed out, and she gets freshed out even more here. And I think we're going to see even more of that develop in the next three weeks. Um, mm. I, I I kind of enjoyed Andy Circus. 
Um, I don't, no, don't, don't don't spoil Andy Circus. I like I like I'm good not, Andy Circus. But the the ending there. The, in, unlike the other three, this three doesn't get an ending. But there, well, it does kind of. It the 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 story is going to move on, but it's going to be in a similar ilk to what's going on now. Um, but again, fuck me, the Empire is evil, and it, I think I hmm. think I know what's going on or what they're doing right now. And I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but I have a sneaking suspicion that it's we're not going to see it outright. But I think they're doing something with towards the Death Star. Um, although we're not going to see it outright. I think we might get a cameo from What's-His-Face, um, some of the guys from Rogue One. Um, and again, that could be quite interesting. I do think Palps is going to turn up in some form or another towards the end, I but think, I think it's going to be organic. I, I, the other thing too is I think everyone's waiting for K2SO4 to show up. Yes. Yes. That, that's the one thing, because it's the one thing that can happen inside this series... Um, and feel and you don't and it's fan service without feeling cheated because you know that they were up to stuff beforehand. So, I, I when Tony Gilroy was interviewed uh, interviewed before Andor came, he had a solid plan for two seasons. The first season is Birth of the Rebellion, right? And and it only really takes stage in the in the space of a year. The next season is is the four years up to Rogue One. So in the next season, we're going to get to see, you know, Mon Mothra going off and into the Rebellion. So obviously something happens on Coruscant and she has to escape. You might even see that at the end of this season. I don't know. Um, but she has to escape. So I think we're obviously going to see them establishing a base on Yavin and all of that. And again, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, the, 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 the her being kicked out when the Senate gets dissolved by the Emperor. Yeah. I know it happens before that because the Senate gets dissolved after she's on Yavin in Rogue One. The Senate gets dissolved at the beginning of New Hope. Um, yeah, when, yeah, because Mossy's Mush comes out and tells her, goes, don't worry, no problem for the Senate because they've all been dissolved. That's the bit when but, she gets kicked off. No, yeah? Mon Mothra's in Rogue One and Rogue One happens prior to that and she's already on Yavin in Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, but she could still be being spy. Oh, uh, good, good point, good point. Because you, I'll be honest with you, it's an interesting kind of thing to happen, and it would be interesting to us to see how people reacted. Did they all get arrested? Were they all taken out back and executed? Did she have to escape? You got these questions. That's interesting. I want to see something interesting. That sounds interesting. Downside is, I know she survives, which <laughs> um, is removes a good chunk of tension. But the trick with that is, is to put a couple of side characters and make you care about them. And then you don't know whether they survive or not. The, the thing that this has done is made me care about the characters. So it's competently written. Um, Andor is probably the character I least care about in many ways, although I'm beginning to feel, feel for him more now. Um, but again, the side characters are really sort of interesting. And, and yeah, I... I, I I can't wait for the last three episodes, and I haven't felt like that in, for a Star Wars series in a long time. Um, genuinely, I, I say this again and again and again, but I, I think the, the Jedi tells. I have to agree with Star Wars theory. Some of the best fucking Star Wars I've seen in in years. They are that good, and they're only thirteen minutes long. Um, have you seen the genius. Wakanda Forever trailers? Yes, and that's why I don't really want to go and see it, but I probably will. I I'll be honest with you. The first trailer they showed me, where it was a bit, it was a bit mournful, had a few things into it. Yeah, when they actually showed me scenes from it, that put me off. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, uh... because it's more of the same. Um, that I, I, I'm sorry, Marvel is that I, I, I stopped watching She-Hulk, and that's how bad it was. Uh, and, and and you know they've announced all these other series and. You know, at one point I was quite ex excited for Secret Wars. I'm not excited for that anymore. I'm not excited for anything Marvel. So a bit like you are with Star Wars, I am a, very much like that with Marvel now. And it's a shame. We've got, we've got any, anything done by Sony will be okay if not Spider-Man. So you'll watch it and it'll be okay. Yeah, because I've got a feeling I, I might watch Morbius and go, crikey, that's still bad. That shit is still better than stuff from Phase 4. <laughs> That's that's the terrible state that they're in. That I can watch Morbius and go, it's Morbin time. 
<laughs> I love that joke. Did you hear it? That. Yeah, everyone was claiming that was their favourite bit in Morbius to Sony, <laughs> who then re-released the film. It's Morbin time, yeah? And I'm just like, oh my god. So, my brother said it was so crap, don't watch it, but I'll be honest with you, I might watch it when Black Panther comes out, just as a weird kind of thing. Uh, I'm just going to just pull out. So, it's a bit... I, I'm... I, I, I don't know. There's some bits in it that actually make me feel a little uncomfortable. One of them is the, the gorilla guy. Mm. Comes across like very poor taste, shall we say. Because mm-hmm. um, it's just like, hang on, I think I've got him up there. So I'll just t- cut the sound off on this. But if I go back here, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's just... No, it's not good. That's not good. That's uh, that's uh, it's not it's not PC. Uh, the one oh, I find really funny is that certain people think Wakanda actually exists. It's like the people talk about it like it exists, and like really, I'm just like okay. The only thing that I will say, and the trouble is they've hijacked this, is that at least Black Panther isn't a shoe, you know, sort of shooed in character that. He was conceived as black. He is black, and he was written as black. You know, um, he's not racial swap, but he has Af- African. Um, he's in, got athlete's know, foot. <laughs> That's how much detail they went African into. African her- heritage, um, and I look. I quite liked the first Black Panther movie. It it was not best movie, not when you compare it to Infinity War, but um, yeah. It was it was reasonable. It was entertaining, and I liked it. I like I enjoyed it. I, I I felt that. So I watched that, and I felt Black Panther in Civil War was the fucking coolest character. Yes, in Civil War, it was the coolest character, especially when he's got the end and he comes up to Baron Zemo, and he goes to he goes to blow his brains out. And he puts his hand over the gun quickly so he can't blow his brains out. And he turns around, and goes you goes don't get to join the dead yet. The living aren't quite finished with you. And it was like, dude, that just was like. That was cool as shit, but and then they did the film, and it wasn't as cool as it was in in Civil War, which I annoy, I'm really annoyed at. I will give you that, but um, I, I, I look, the film's going to be shit, which annoys me because Chadwick Boseman deserves a good a send off. Send off, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, by all accounts, the guy was a really good, good guy. And his final fucking moment was a stupid woke moment in What If, and and genuinely terrible episode of the cartoon. And I don't want that to be his last performance. Um, as uh, as you know, as Black Panther, I I don't know. Um, but I I might go and see it, but I'm not like you know, I'm not. The excitement for all oh, there's a new Marvel movie coming has just gone, and it's it's so yeah. sad. It was. I think. Uh, I think that the biggest excitement from last Marvel movie was Spider Man. The fact that you're going to see the two Spider Men. That was when I love that, that film. Yeah, love that film. Love that. Love that film. It's a real clear three act structure in that film. Mm. Yeah. So it's like the setup with everything. Then you got the bit with him and the villains, and then you got him the bit with the Spider Man at the end, which is fantastic. It's my. Um, it's my favorite Spider Man film. Because it fixes everything that came before that I had a problem with, <laughs> and therefore yeah, makes me it, enjoy those other movies more because they've been fixed. Because, <laughs> because the, the one thing I had with Spider the, the Spider Man thing was he was like Iron Man psychic, yeah. And but by the end of it, he's no longer like Iron Man psychic because no one knows who he is. And yeah, and I think that's it's it was good. So I hope they I, do another one. I hope he comes back to do another one. Um, if Sony knows what's good for them, they will be pushing for it because that will get massive numbers. I think again that there is, you know, you speak to everybody. Everybody hates Marvel, but there's a lot of love for Spider Man. Mm. There is a lot of love out there for Spider Man, um, and that is the one movie that is almost Teflon when it comes to the the, the sort of anti Marvel movement at the moment because people have gone, you know, I hate Marvel. Yeah, but what about Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, I'd go and watch another one of those Spider-Man films. Spider-Man 3 was mm. awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah. So even the normies love that. 
So, I don't know. Um, I mean, Marvel's dead to me. Star Wars, I have an inkling of hope. By the sounds of it, from what you've said about Black Adam, I'm actually quite hopeful about DC. And, and you know, the rumour is they're going to bring back a Ben Affleck. And I want to see him in a good Batman movie. I want him to be given his chance because I think he can be quite fucking good. And again, Batman, Ben Affleck is a Batman fan. A bit like Henry Cavill is with Superman. Mm. These guys need to be in a movie that isn't dark, dismal and shit. I'm sorry, Zach, you got it wrong. I know there's fans out of it there. But don't, look, you can be fans of it. I get it. You like that. And I respect you for that. But for me, that's not what the characters are. And uh, I want to see Ben Affleck as, as Batman. Um, and he bloody well deserves it because I think he got a lot of hate and I was always, and I've maintained this, I thought he could be a good Batman. And what I saw, I still think he can be a good Batman. So... Alright, if 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 we remove the Snyder influence, there may be a chance. Really? I think there is. I think he can come back and do a wizened Bruce... I think he's quite a good Bruce Wayne and I think he can come off. The problem is, what are they going to do about the Flash? And and I don't, and I don't think they're pushing the Flash. The sound the sounds like they are pushing ahead with Wonder Woman, um, but we'll have to see what's his what what he does. Um, but again, Guardians of the Galaxy, that first film is fucking genius. Um, so I've, there's hope for DC, which is kind of cool because you know I'm a Spider Man fan. But I'm also a Batman fan. <laughs> I mean, I walk around with a Batman face mask every fucking day, and it's bright yellow now. <laughs> it's not even the, the subtle one anymore. It's the full-on Batman yellow logo. I'm Batman. Um, I love Batman, <laughs> so um, I'm kind of hopeful about that. So it's not all doom and gloom. Um, I think there could be some something good there. So yes. Um, I'll tell you what I did watch this week. I've watched all of SAS Rogue Heroes. Mm. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I, I need to now? go and watch it again because I don't know if I liked it or not. <laughs> I, I, I re-watched The Devil's Hour with the Misses. Yes, I know. And it's, it's there's a lot of... Um, it, 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 it ties up. It all yes, marries up. It's really good yes. because of that. And uh, it's just understanding I, I, where everything comes from. I've gone back and watched it again. I maintain it needs a second se- season. Um, but I, I, the, the, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of the ending, but I get the ending. Um, I, I get why you liked it. I, I, but it, again, it is brilliantly done. Peter Capaldi is fucking awesome in those two final episodes. Um, by God, yeah, he's a tour de force when he really gets going. Um, yes, he, and, he uh, really is. It's um, uh, um, what was it? Just I don't know. I think that's why I went back and watched Doctor Who a bit because it was just you know a miss Pete Capaldi, and mm. he he I don't know what it is. He, he, he um, everyone says, oh no, it was really badly written, but. The speeches he had weren't badly written. No. So they it couldn't have been that written. badly. There were just some howlers in there, like the one with the forest. You know that with forest yeah. covers the earth. It, it was it had okay, that was it was like no we, we complained about Jody's last one and it had having lots of little bits that you liked, yeah. Mm. That one had an overall story, but it and it made sense. Even if you didn't like it, and it had lots of like little bits in there that you liked, like him with that kid in the TARDIS and arguing with them. Mm. Yeah, that was fantastic. It was like I don't like children. Get out of my TARDIS. Yeah, that was fantastic. But it wasn't. Yeah, that and Kill the Moon. That was one where yep. it was like, oh, oh my god, why did you, why did you sign off on that one, Moffat? You could have put it on Alien World, and it would have been fine. Yeah, that would have been fine on an Alien World. Um. It, but they were the brilliant thing, ones as well. It's, it's they the, were good ones. The weird, the weird thing with Kill the Moon, it did have some clever bits in it. Yeah? It did have bits in it where where it's like kind of, you need to, with Clara, no matter how fucking all-powerful you think you are, you, you need to respect the fact that I make these decisions on your behalf 
and I'm letting you make this one on your behalf. Yeah. You need to, you know, you need to, you, you know, trust me. Like I'm, I, it's me, the morning stars, and like under the river, under, was it under the lake. Sorry. Yes. That was the, the bit where he turns up and he's got the fucking cue cards, and he's like, kind of here. I'm here to save you, or avenge your family slash loved one slash pet. <laughs> it's just like kind of, because he's like, he has, uh, you know, issues, shall we say? Um, and I thought that was that was great. The other thing too is I need to I really need to go back through those episodes and just cut the bits out with Bill Potts and the lesbian comments. Um, because I think that's malicious compliance. I really do think that's malicious compliance. I, I, I don't know. I, I think he's gone a bit bit like that. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, when he it, first started out, he was genius, but there are, he's not perfect. And I'm sorry, but Dracula and the last thing with David Tennant in, I, 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 I haven't really enjoyed them. I, um, right, and that last thing with David Tennant in, yeah, if his son would have killed her with the hammer at the end and actually killed her, it would have been genius. Yeah, it would have been perfect. It would have been this cl total clusterfuck, yeah? It would have worked. But no, it, that first episode genius. still would have bugged me. Um, I, I, the actress didn't sell it for me. Um and the whole thing on the train, which I found cutely un uncomfortable, and then her coming in with her phone. I just, no, I'm sorry, I didn't like the actress. I don't particularly like the actress in, in this. Um, it just didn't work for me. It just That whole episode didn't work for me. The only thing right. that did work for me was Stanley Tucci. Mm. All right. Did you, in, in Dracula, the guy who played Dracula, what was... Was brilliant. Best bit of casting I've seen for something somewhere. Mm, I'll give you um... that. That was because uh, the thing is, is when 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 Moffat hits something right, he fucking nails it. He really does. If he gets it right, he absolutely gets it right. When he gets it wrong, because he gets it right and does such a good job, everyone's like, nah. Well, you see, it's a bit like that for Sherlock season four in many ways, and yeah, and there's a lot of nah in that, in, and. Right, Sherlock season four feels a bit BBC mandated. Maybe it feels really BBC mandated, and I've I've heard I've heard him in person say he has bosses and he has to do what they they tell him to do. I, I'm and maybe that's right, but I I do feel that I don't know. I think the time the times they're rubbing off on him, and he spends a lot of time in Hollywood and a lot of time at the BBC. And I'm these people have a way of infecting you with their stupid politics. Um, but him and his missus also did the Devil's Hour, and the, that was pretty much politic free. I'll give you that. The Devil's Hour was brilliant. So yeah, no, there might be hope there too. There might be hope there. I, you saw the Sandman I, got. And he also says that um, what do you call it? He also says stuff like like when like um, what's his mush? Chris Chibnall was doing Doctor Who and he was going, "Oh, it needs to be for like new people." We and he was said, "No, no, it needs to be for everybody. Doesn't matter if you you know you you support Brexit or not." And that's the words he used. Doctor Who's for everybody, and he's right in saying that it should be for everybody. I, 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 yeah, look, you're right. Now, <laughs> if it was announced in the next year, the writers for see the, you know, the next full season of Doctor Who and Moffat is on there, I would not be shocked. Because if anybody is going to persuade him to come back and write a couple of episodes for fucking Doctor Who, it's going to be Davis. And, 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 and I'm sorry, still, some of the best fucking episodes he ever wrote. Were under were under Davis as the showrunner. Blink is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, but um, you have to remember that Russell T. Davis, when he was doing that, was leaning heavily on Stephen Moffat. No, yeah, because Stephen right. There's a there's a thing with uh, Richard Curtis where he was doing the no the the the, the Doctor Who um, uh, comic oh, the relief comic special. relief thing with yeah, the, yeah. He, he he was he turned around and said to me he goes. Because the producer's husband, yeah, is is mad for Doctor Who like that, yeah, and he's got, got Stephen Moffat running around like a 
child in the background just just geeking out over everything there's a there's a video of him sitting in a dalek and he goes can you just leave me to get into my headspace as he's sitting here and this was back in the 90s because he wanted he's wanted a job forever um so yeah i don't know why they don't go moffat here's um what's his mush paul mcgann 12 episodes knock it out of the fucking park it ends with Night of the Doctor. Just do that for us, please. Because he'd do that. If you asked him to do that, he'd go, yes, sure, I'll do that. Even if you give us a three specials. Yeah, three-hour specials, like Sherlock style. I, I, I would be there for that. I'm sorry, Paul McGann, instantly, even for the five seconds he's on in that episode, it's instantly the Doctor. Um, And, God, Blimey, he's <laughs> just so damn good in that role. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, Sylvester McCoy coming back to it works. Even Colin Baker was 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 good. Um, that, that, those are the only bits that I really liked about it. We need more of that. Yeah, I, I, know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. I, I suspect you're right, but I, I hold out an inkling of hope, but um, I suspect you're right. All right. Did um, you hear? I think it was I think it was last week. They talked that, oh, who's the pillock in charge of Star Trek? Kurtzman? Um, yeah, Kurtzman. Yeah. yeah, Kurtzman. Apparently Kurtzman was writing a Star Wars film and helped developing a Star Wars film and that. And do you know what the thing was? The executive branch came down and went, shut up, Catherine Kennedy. You're not allowed to announce any Star Wars films, was the response. Yeah, yeah that, this <laughs> like... is the rumour that's come of it. And uh, yes, again, it was rumoured that Kurtzman was working on a Star Wars film. Look, I do not like Alex Kurtzman. I do not like what he's done with Star Trek. I will maintain that I quite enjoyed The Man That Fell From Earth. Um, <laughs> genuinely, I quite enjoyed that. Um, but I think that's partly down to its cast. In fact, it's predominantly down to its cast. Um, it was well the cast. Casting the casting director gets a pass. Yeah, it was well cast, and I think the cast sold sold it for me. It, it, it I enjoyed that. Um, Zoe Wanamaker was deliciously mad, and uh, again, I enjoyed that. Um, it, it, it was good. It was good. Have, but oh, have you been watching the peripheral? I have got, I've only seen the first two. I haven't watched the next two. I was about to watch those after we finished tonight. So to catch up. So mm. I will be watching the peripheral. I have not, I am oh. going to be watching that. Why? You're being spammed. I don't, I don't want to show it. Yes. Oh, um, oh I want first... to see your private photo, please. No, you don't want to see my private photos. It's me sitting on the toilet, squeezing one out. Um, I've just got to say this, right? This is getting worse, YouTube, right? And this Telegram thing and, and this, this shit, you've got to do something about this. This shit is on you. Fucking own it and deal with it. Sorry. That's my okay. message to YouTube because this is getting worse. You bastards. It's annoying because I can't block them without showing them. I don't want to show them. Um, well, it's one of those things, but uh, yeah, it's. I think I, go, I am going to go and watch Blade Runner. It's on Wednesday. I've decided to go and watch Blade Runner. Runner. As long as it's the director's, you know. I don't think it is. Cut. I think it's. I think it's the original cinema print. Um, okay. Uh, the good thing is that How chat's been blocked. By the way, it's not coming up. Just so you know. Okay. I'm looking at the uh, live chat, and uh, okay. yeah, it's not there. So we're all good. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's annoying when that stuff happens. Um, um, yeah. I, it's, I quite enjoyed the second Blade Runner film in many ways as well. So, um, um, yeah, I'd go and see it. But I think they have to do the, the proper director's cut where he is, Deckard, is a scene. Um, what's his face? Because it doesn't make sense unless he is, because in the second one, he is. So no, 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 because it wasn't supposed to be a one-off. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to have a, a, a follow-up. I'm trying to find the runtime on the bloody thing to see if it, the original's the one that's being shown. Follow-up is bitch. pretty good. So I'll have to look. I don't know. Um, no, because it was left ambiguous. 
Well, well, no, it was left ambiguous in the original, and then the, then there was one director's cut, and there was another director. I've got lost fucking count of how many director's cuts are, but if it's the last one, it's not ambiguous. Because <laughs> so it's the thing with the, the. I don't know. I have to see. I, I'm gonna. I'm just trying to see if Alan the director's cut is. Uh, okay, the director's cut is. Oh, crikey, this is bad information. But yeah, I've got that. that there's certain films I want to see in the cinema. One of them is is Blade Runner. The other is Aliens. I see Aliens, especially special edition. I've seen Alien in the cinema, but I've not seen Aliens. I saw Alien at midnight showing, Halloween. Were you Brilliant. double fucking? <laughs> no, I love. I just love the crap out of that film. I watched um, <laughs> the double fuck. No, that's that's preserved for. Um, PT demo. That's what that is. <laughs> when you do the PT demo, because that is that is. Genius video. <laughs> I was I couldn't say fuck enough, so I had to put double fuck. To this day, I love that thing, video. It, it was it was the fact that I was trying to um I was trying to make like a serious like playthrough, and I just went. This is me freak out. It's entertaining enough. I think I just leave it at that. It's. It just all makes me laugh that with you. It's, it's just genius. I, I, I was, uh, it's funny, I had, a con I had a student today, right? And there was a line, there was an English line. We were, we were using um, um, intensifiers, right? And uh, one intensifier was the word two. And the example they used was deliciously sarcastic. And I said, the Americans wouldn't understand this. This, this, this particular one is English. And it's sarcastic. Now you try uh, um, explaining sarcasm <laughs> to a Chinese student. Oh, it was brilliant fun. <laughs> he got it. The kid was genius. Um, but I said British people are very sarcastic. Americans don't understand us. And I used your blog as an example of why English um, um, and thing. And you I played. Say, you played I them did. my trick. And I said Disney. this Americans do not understand this type of humour. And I'll give him good grace. He genuinely laughed. The bit where, oh, me, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, Nigel. That's a nod to Nigel, that one is. Um, it's just fucking genius. He got it. I said, this is sarcastic humor. This is why, 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 um, you know, British comedy series don't usually translate to America, American comedy series all that well because the humor is just not the same. Um, and therefore, it then becomes a generic American sitcom, which doesn't work. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I tried to explain sarcasm. It was it was interesting. In the end, I just used your vlog as an example. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I, I know we've uh, we've done a whatever show today, but actually, it's been quite a good conversation. Um, I would go and watch if you get time. Watch that SAS Rogue Heroes. It is quite inter interesting because actually it's pretty historically accurate in many ways. Um, but I don't think they can do another season of it. Um, mm. Or if if they do, they are really treading away from when it was you know interesting. I think my my biggest problem is that they they there was a lot of rich history they could have done there, made it more fun, and they kind of in six episodes went through the whole history. <laughs> Uh, or, or the, the 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 interesting history, and they did it in six episodes. So I've got a new. Of... Sorry, Chuck's in the chat. I've got a new name for Chuck. Is Bird Strike Chuck? He's the only person <laughs> I know who's had a bird strike on his plane. Because I saw quite that. Common I... in America. Yeah, is it? Video. I, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I work with a lovely lady who's, who's no longer with us, uh, who was in a plane crash and survived. Yeah. And she got she got a couple hundred thousand as compensation. I was like, <laughs> so yes, that was uh, yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, you were saying the SAS thing. Sorry, I uh, I, I jumped. Uh, in it, it rushes through the whole history. Um, now, in theory, they could do a special episode, but it 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 it, it rushes through the history because I mean, it, it the guy that plays Sterling is Eric's boyfriend from Sex Education. And he does a very good job of it, actually. Which one? Um, he has two. The 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 British English one. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. the English one. He does a very good job of it. We've got what's his face from um oh what was it? What did we used to watch on Channel Four that was written by kids? Oh, what was it called? Fucking hell. Anyway, uh, the act you know them immediately because he's a film actor now, but he he started off in that Channel Four thing, um, and uh, he plays this nutty Irish guy. He's really really good. Alfie Allen is in it. Alfie Allen's quite good. Um, and again, pretty historically accurate, but they just rushed through it a bit. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes throughout the whole history of the, the desert operation um, of, of the SAS. Or, well, it wasn't really the SAS back then. It, only, it was only towards the end of their desert bloody operations that they became... Um, the SAS in in reality, but it it, it it has really good moments. Um, but the trailer made it a bit more sort of boys clubbish and fun, and it it's not quite that. No, um, it wasn't. And um, look, watch it. The <laughs> this is historically accurate. Churchill's son comes on a mission to them and they fucking went and in into uh to Brook and blew up a load of fucking boats. Um and they did that under heavy German occupation. And this is absolutely true. They took Churchill's son in and and you know that's how Churchill basically gave them carte blanche to to operate in the fucking desert after that. Um and that is that's quite good. That episode is quite good because they were like, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just, let's just drive into Tobruk and blow some shit up. Um, yeah. And and they were genuinely like that. So, um, um, yeah, it's uh, it was it was it. There were moments that were very good in it, and and uh, you, it's worth a watch. It, it is worth a watch. It's one of the better things that the BBC's done in a long while. Um, but I shall probably rewatch it at some point. I shall probably rewatch it at some point. But I'm too busy now watching um, the, uh, the 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 second episode of uh, Matt Smith's incarnation in season five with the space whale. Ah, so, yes. and, and the queen. <laughs> yes. Um, shall I play it? <laughs> this is genius. All right, I have been playing the PT demo app for Silent Hills. I had hair. Um, it was fun, <laughs> uh, up to a point. Uh, I was going to do a walkthrough, but I decided, ah, balls. Let's just show you all the stupid bits of me screaming and embarrassing myself. Enjoy. <laughs> Look at the fear on your face. Look at the fucking fear on your face. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck me sideways. <laughs> oh. This is not acting off the camera, he's seeing himself. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, it's a creepy baby thing again. The creepy baby thing. <laughs> That's a oh, thing. fuck off. This was genius, this time. Oh, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you were playing this in the oh, dark as well, there. weren't you? Just to, just... Yeah, yeah. Tell me you're... No, you're still there. Just a torchlight oh. on my face so you could see the reaction. Oh, this is not <laughs> fun. Come on, jump out and scare shit out of me. Lisa! <laughs> Oh, that's... Oh, that's just fabulous. The fuck is that? Oh, that's a creepy baby thing. And that is a cheap trick because I had to bloody look that up on the internet. <sighs> My fucking. I have the resting pulse rate of a serial killer. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Oh, God. 
what's it got installed for me now? Bright light, that's good. That's good. I can turn the corner and get attacked by some weird fucked up thing. Oh, double fuck! Double fuck! <laughs> what the fuck is that? Headphones on. What kind of colossal <laughs> moron am I? Like, like Slut of the Apes. Shit yourself. Ages. Oh, God. How did you not? <laughs> I can't play this in the dark. <laughs> oh, it's the hole that leads into the bathroom. That's the whole point of it, is to play it in the dark. No, it's not. <laughs> Guys, guys, just for a moment. I'm a pirate and I don't care. <laughs> I forgot this. Lump yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that was that was that was back in the day. <laughs> yes. Yes, because we used to have used to do some Google Hangouts for free. Didn't have to pay for software. That was when I was. That was when I was dicking around with all the um the uh the face things, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. with the augments on it. So guys, guys, Nigel. that was. I remember the time you got really pissed off because me and Nigel were fucking. You were trying to get us to be serious, and we were just sitting there dead back with these fucking faces on. What? We're being serious. What? <laughs> I am a pirate. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I I probably do need to go back to making videos. The Callisto Protocol's coming out, and that should be scary. And maybe I'll video myself playing that, no. yelling, <laughs> Double fuck! Double, <laughs> double fuck! Oh, dear. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. <laughs> my brain! My brain thought that that was, it was like an appropriate way of expressing myself to yell, Double fuck! Not regular, <laughs> single fuck! It's not just twice fuck. as bad! Double fuck! <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. I have to get my yeah. wife to make me a t-shirt up now with double fuck on it. Um... <laughs> double fuck. Yes. Yeah, if you've ever wondered why we always take the mick out of him going, was it a double fuck moment, Gareth? That video is why. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. Just... Um, yes. Yes, no, it was genius. And yeah, that was what I forgot we used to use Google Hangouts. God, that was the day. Oh, that was the day. We've, we've been doing this well. We've... But uh, yes, anyway, we, we've rattled on for long enough, I think. Um, yes, we have rattled on for long enough. So, as uh, as always, thanks for watching. And we will catch you in the next one. Oh, not next week, because I am uh, in Alton Towers enjoying myself next week. Okay, we'll see you the week after. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.